The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey, buddy. Hey. Will you, uh, you just get up? Mm-mm. Nope. No, no I've been up. You're, I've been uh, up a little bit. Your hair oh. would tell a different story there, my friend. Ooh, yeah. No, my, my hair, my eyes. Here, look at that redness. Oh, look at oh that my redness. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have a death match last night? No. No, no, no. No, this house had a death match with my fucking checking account. Oh, because no. let me uh, Now what? Here, let, me, let, me, let me hold that up there for you. What is, what is, here, I'm going to hold that, that logo up there. Yeah. What is that? That's the roof. That, yep. Yep. Roof's gone shit house on me. So uh, Didn't that already a couple happen? of days. What's that? Didn't that already happen? Didn't you already have a leak in your roof and you got that fixed? I had a skylight that was leaking. Oh, it was a skylight. I had a skylight. Yeah, skylight bougie. was leaking. It'd be uh yeah, yeah, it's real bougie around here. Um <laughs> I had a skylight go bad and water was pouring in through the ceiling. Yeah, I remember. But it that. was a skylight guy. That looked at my place and was like, you need gutters. And the gutter guy looked at some of the piping on the inside and said, you uh, need pipes. After the hot water heater guy said, you need new drywall. Right. And the Christmas light guy. Um, Christmas light looked, guy? Yeah, I'm hiring a guy or was going to. Christmas is fucking canceled around here for a couple <laughs> of reasons. We're going to get into today on the podcast. Okay. Where I had a Christmas light guy stand on the roof. To take a look and say, where do you want your lights at? There's people that will put up lights for you and put them up, take them oh, down, the whole thing. I don't fucking feel like it. That's a racket. It's a good gig and, and shockingly affordable. All right? So it's not a bougie thing. It's just a, I don't want to get on the goddamn roof and do it. Um, sure. He gets up on the roof and he starts. The, the very first thing I hear, which I'm sick of hearing. I hear, I've heard this 30 times with this oh, house. Oh, man. Ooh. That ain't good. I'm like, I can't. I, I can't hear. Ooh, that ain't good. One more time, or I'm gonna pull my goddamn hair out. All right. So, uh, he's up on the roof, uh-huh. looking at where he's gonna hang the lights, and he starts kicking shingles down at me. Why would he do that? Even if they're loose, don't kick them down. Yeah, well, he's proving a point, and thank God he did, um, because just my whole roof has gone bad. It's just rotten, it's shitty, and it all it's needs to be inside. replaced. So this year, that is an estimate 
for an all-new roof. So I am excited to have a bunch of guys up on my roof this week just ripping it apart and putting it back. And you know what I'm going to have to do for the first time in like eight years? Order checks. Because I'm ripping them off and just handing them to strange men these days. Now, usually uh, I take PayPal or Venmo. No, 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 no PayPal, no Venmo. No, no, no. I usually exchange uh, uh, goods in exchange for money from men, but it's funny because now it's flipping around and I'm having to pay men to do stuff for me. It's (laughs) usually quite the opposite. So, uh, all total here, let me, uh, I'll do a little, here, let me do a little math for everything for, I'm not going to say the number. I don't want to be that guy. But let's add that. Let's add the front half. Let's add that part for the labor. And yeah, just, the labor it's parts. gonna be it's gonna be that much. Uh-huh. That much. Uh-huh. It's six hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So Whew. money's gone. Like all of my money. That is, is uh, gone. Yeah, again. that's again. Again. <laughs> it's like every all two my months. Yeah. Every two months. Something in this fortress of fucking misery that I live in is just falling apart. Good news is my son has been screaming incoherently for a week. And cool. every time I try and touch him, it's like the goddamn mind flayer crawling inside of his brain from Stranger Things. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. spoiler uh, there. I'm, th- I'm three episodes to go. Gotcha. Okay. Well, two, you know who I'm talking left. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My yeah. son is Will. Okay, yeah. and I'm the fucking shadow beast, and every right. time I get close to him, he locks up and needs it to get real cold in the house. So, <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. No, no, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, uh, um, Also, let's, let's get into the wrestling. Here's okay. another reason Christmas is canceled. Is this a free Can't one think... or a uh, is this a Patreon one? Before this, we go we're on. just doing a free one today. Okay, because I got right. a big day ahead. Yeah, gotcha. there's going to be a Patreon okay. one coming up soon. All right, uh, but it ain't going to be today. Okay. Um, thank you to everyone. And I mean everyone that has sent me a link, that has sent me a message, that has tweeted at me, sent me a work email or a fucking Uh Facebook message, Mm -hmm. letting me know about the just announced marquee matchup Uh at Wrestle Kingdom 12 that I won't be at. Yeah. That I won't get to go to. All year long, I plan on going to Wrestle Kingdom 12. Yep. And then this log cabin of turd falls all around me. Okay, this this goddamn civil war POW camp that I purchased for a shocking amount of money, right, has prevented me from seeing Omega and Jericho at Wrestle Kingdom twelve. Man. The Alpha versus the Omega. The best in the world versus the six-star superstar. Gone. Gone. Don't get to see that. Had I purchased tickets for that, because I was going to purchase tickets, yeah, not no. even knowing what the card was. I was just going to be like, it's, well, it's yeah, Tokyo it's Dome. It's, yeah. it's Wrestle Kingdom, exactly. You, you buy tickets you to buy WrestleMania. You don't yeah. buy tickets to WrestleMania because of a main event. You just go to sure. WrestleMania. Yeah. And I was going to. Uh, and then now I'm looking around at all the places that they ripped the, the ceiling and the walls and the floors completely out and replaced it with all new piping and stuff like that and a new roof and a fire pit and a stairwell and a front lawn and the tree service that I needed to, and the skylight that fell up. I got to get a new stove. I didn't tell you that stove just stopped working. <laughs> gas, so, gas range. 
No, I wish it was because I light a cigarette fucking next to it and take the longest draw <laughs> and just let the conflagration take over me. Okay. Um, yeah. So I am excited for that match. Would be more excited to watch it in person, which yeah. won't happen now. I'll probably be at Glen Burnie somewhere in a fucking holiday well, party full of people I don't know. Let's get together. You and I, you, you and I should get together for Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, I'd love to. You know who's thinking about doing it? And I think it'd be great. Um, Eric Woodworth is thinking oh, about really? having a Wrestle Kingdom party. Yes. Okay. I'm Dude, in. Dude. I'm you're inviting in. myself. You're in. You're po- no, no, no. You're with me. You're my plus one. <laughs> Justin, the, 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 the Rough House, the RH is showing up for WK. You right. are rolling it. up as my plus one to Casa Del Woodworth. Who, hey, finally a place where I won't be the biggest guy. No. Yes, you'll be. You'll be a junior heavyweight. You'll be a goddamn you, bantamweight Eric. there with him and his brother Jeremy, who... Yeah. Uh, I am slowly becoming a pretty big fan of as he uh, <laughs> as he helps us with the murder mysteries. Yeah, I've seen some I, stuff and heard some stuff from Joe about that. Used to be terrified of this guy. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Woodworth is a guy that goes to Russell Cons. He's the brother. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, Horror Cons, and he has he has a bit of an affinity for John Wayne Gacy and mm. Pogo the Clown. Modeled his whole uh, appearance around him. Pretty much. You might look up to someone. I might look up to someone. He looks up to a guy that killed, fucked, and stuffed small boys into a crawl space and ran a chain of KFCs. We all have our heroes. We do. We all have those bright lights in our sky. And his dressed up as a clown and beat 13-year-olds to death while his pants were around his ankles. So, on paper, he doesn't seem to be someone you'd be like, well, I'm going to probably go get bottomless mimosas with this guy. but. I've spent some time around him recently, and I've gotten to know him, and i got to say, he's charmed me. Is he's he? charmed me. Now, he's going to definitely beat me to death with a hunk of asphalt and put right. me in a fucking hole somewhere, but I can now, see I can is, see why. Is he still somebody you want to, uh, you know, if he goes to a, a convention and the Stranger Things kids are there, do you want to send them a little note that said, hey, avoid this guy still? You're going to sit this one out? Yeah. yeah you're going to want to stay in the back. Let hey, the Dustin, sheriff go out. Hang out. Keep your little lisp and your little pearly whites back there for a couple minutes there. <laughs> yeah. Let, let Winona and the soon-to-be Hellboy head out yes. on there with his big brown beaver and his big shaved horns. Let them talk to Gacy. <laughs> you guys sit in the back and enjoy that cheese and fruit plate. Lest he not end up on the end of his fucking pig sticker. So <laughs> he, but I feel like as I'm not very boyish looking with this beard that I'm, I'm, I'm relatively yeah. safe from him. I shave it. I get fucked. That's, oh, a, yeah. that's, that's math, right? There. You turn the twink up 10 and then you're, you're done, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Omega yeah. and Jericho, man, that's, yeah. that's huge. That's a blockbuster. Have you been following their feud recently? I mean, I've been seeing the stuff online of them throwing barbs, no stranger things, pun intended, at each other. Yeah. Um, that would be actually funny if they were throwing uh, awkward teenage girls with bad perms at each other. That would be mm-hmm. hilarious. That would be amazing, uh, yeah. <laughs> in the upside down. He hit but him no, with the slug! Yeah, uh, you know, the you're not even the greatest from Winnipeg. It kind of started there, I think. And, of course, the fans, you know, have have you know, joined in and talking shit about Jericho. And I kind of had a feeling it was working to something. I thought that something would be on his cruise. I didn't think it was going to be a goddamn Wrestle Kingdom. That was a surprise for me. This whole thing immediately reeked of like, wait a minute. I heard you two on a podcast together on Talk is Jericho, I believe, over the summer. And it was a great talk. And you guys seem to get together really well and have a great chemistry. Nothing about this was like, whoa, these guys hate each other. Yeah. Now, reading the responses to these things are a 
hoot. Yes. Read CM Punk 420 underscore fan. Yeah. Read Omega underscore for life. Hashtag to sweet girl. Read all of these fucking zilches out there buying in that like Jericho is a fucking piece of shit or yeah. Omega will never have what it takes to get to the WWE. And I'm thinking you dipshits are getting super worked right now. Yeah. And I'm loving following it. But never for a minute am I clutching my pearls like an old lady going, no, not Jericho and Omega. How could they hate each other in real life? You dipshits. They were obviously working towards something, but like you, I definitely thought it was this cruise that he's doing. Yeah. Which, God love him, he's promoting in advance. Maybe some of our roughhouse lives would have been better attended had we done it a fucking year out the way this dude is. Holy shit. It's an it's well, it's this a cruise. Month. You got to book those things. You can't book that a week before. You got to. But he's doing it a year before. It's October or November yeah, of twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's bananas. I mean, I've read this and I haven't even paid attention to the date until I looked at the TBD list of people to attend and saw right. Young Bucks, Skrull. Like, okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Omega's next. And then I glanced down. I'm like, this shit's in fall of twenty eighteen. God yeah. damn. Well, you got to uh, yeah, secure those dates now. for the talent first. I know, guess. So. I guess. Yeah. And then you know, it, people. You know, you gotta. They'll, you'll put payments towards going on this thing because you mm-hmm. know cruises aren't cheap. The cesspools of disease and and, and that they are. So <clears throat> you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta do a little advance there. But you know, like I said, I would if if I had the the money, I would totally. I would totally do that cruise. I'm kind of I'm the intersection of the Venn diagram between heavy metal comedy and uh, wrestling. That's yeah. This that's, cruise that's is like made a, for you. It this is. This cruise is <laughs> absolutely built like 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 purpose built just for you. If he announced uh, some lucha underground people, I would start another GoFundMe. Hundred percent. Mm. Like that would be my tipping point. Like Chris. right now, it's awesome. But if if it was uh if if they added some kind of lucha stuff in there, I'm I'm. I'm, I'm making that happen one way or another. How much is a ticket? I don't know. I think it's like uh, I think the cheapest thing is well, you get it, it. The price goes down the more people you book in your party because you like okay. share a room and stuff like that. Um, but I think it's the the cheapest thing is like six seven hundred dollars or something, which is cheaper okay. than the what I raised for the, uh, <laughs> the trip to L.A. for Lucha Underground. I think. All right, fuck. Then I raise more go. than a grand for that. I don't remember. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. For a single guest in the owner's suite. Okay. In the owner's suite. You've got the penthouse suite. You've got the penthouse romance suite. And then you've got the owner's suite. This is the big dog, big shit. You're probably going to be staying in the room next to Jericho, underneath Skrull, behind the Bucks. $8,300. I feel like we could do this. I feel like we could do this if we start... Now, have you looked at our Patreon recently? Yeah, it's fucking it's trash. Three hundred a month, two hundred yeah, months. What are we need at? To, need to bump that up a little bit before two thousand and eighteen, or there's going to be some changes around these parts. Okay, they're going to enjoy a fucking once a month podcast if that goddamn thing doesn't go up a little bit. Well, they're they're okay? getting one now. Essentially, we haven't. They're been, getting. We haven't they're been sticking once to. a week. They're getting once. No, a week no, no. I'm talking about the Patreons. The exclusive. Oh, the Patreons. Oh no, no, no. They do. do you donate to keep us uh, doing this. Oh. That ain't for exclusive shit. No, no, no. Oh. You donate. This is this is sort of the see. the come town model where you just give us money to keep doing it. You don't okay. give us cash. Suck a dick. So yeah, you keep us give us money and we'll keep doing this shit. So All right. yeah, I want to see it at four hundred by let's say January thirty first of two thousand and eighteen, or we're gonna have a talk again. OG by the 50. rumble. Yes, by the rumble. You know, I would love. Oh my god. 
let's just do a podcast for the 50. Let's just do a podcast just for the 50 that donate. All the other people that aren't ponying up dollar one, fuck them. It doesn't even matter. Let's just do a podcast for the 50. We won't lose anybody. doesn't matter. And we can have the 50 tell other people and say, hey, donate a buck. There's going to be a new pricing model come January 31st, <laughs> lest we see that get over $400. All uh, right. I remember setting our goal at 1000 thinking we were going to hit that. But hey, you showed us, nerds. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Uh, yeah, appreciate that quite a bit. I do appreciate everybody who does donate, though. I, I appreciate truly. the 50. Yeah. The 50 thumbs up. The rest of you guys, we're going to talk January 31st. It's going to be a bit of a reckoning, okay? So put this bitch behind a paywall permanently. Yeah, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12, looking pretty good. Wrestle Kingdom, uh, excuse me, New Japan. What was the event that just happened? Dominion? Is that what it was? I don't uh, know. Was it Dominion? No. I, I wish I could else. say I paid more attention to it, but I really don't. I'm sorry. I read, I, I read shit. I watch some highlights of it. Um uh, what was the damn thing? It was... Give me one more second here. Power Struggle. Power Struggle. Thank you. Yes. Because uh, Skrull, the villain, left is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Did Champion. He? Who First match I've ever gotten to see him wrestle fully. I've seen highlights. I've seen clips. Sure. Um, and he he's a creative guy. He doesn't fly. But he has some. He doesn't. He's not like an Osprey, or he's not like a Ricochet. He's not uh-huh. like a, a Lucha Libre guy. Uh, he's a British wrestler, which is usually mat based, which is usually hold and suplex based. But he's got some fucking really interesting. He has something that looks like the setup for a Samoan drop. Okay. That he tilt a whirls his opponent around his neck 180 degrees into a go to sleep. That is. Pretty goddamn impressive. Huh. And his okay. finishing move is something I think it's called the Essex Destroyer, which is a... Completely a, different meaning around here. Yeah, big time. An Essex Destroyer is just barebacking some chick you met in Essex, and she destroys your dick. He does this leaping 180-degree uh, DDT. You'd have to see this for me to understand it. Some the, the opponent needs to be bent over. Uh-huh. He needs to be standing. Back. Hey, they're standing on the second rope, facing them right. with their head towards them. He dives at them. By the way, this is a lot of who's taken it helping. Oh yeah, a lot. Okay, there's there's a sequence. One of the issues that I have with Osprey is that he doesn't wrestle. He choreographs a fight sequence. They did, and another there one is too, a by moment. Way. In this match, it's a fatal four-way, where Skrull and Osprey have the most goddamn Bruce Lee kung fu flips-a-doodle exchange that you ain't calling this thing in the ring. Right. This thing was drafted with graph paper and an Excel spreadsheet, (laughs) and you used, like, CGI ahead of time to determine if it was even possible. Impressive to watch? Yes. Wrestling? Gonna say no. This was... This was a choreographed fight scene that was very impressive, but it stood out like a fucking sore thumb. I can only imagine how many times Cornette threw his glasses against the wall watching this thing. Right. It took a lot of them waiting for the other to finish doing a thing while they stood there. Sure. And then it unfolded. But the match itself, pretty goddamn good. Only one I got to watch, though. Okay. All right. Well, something I I didn't realize about Skrull is that he was the runner-up for Impact's British Boot Camp 
they chose Spud over Skrull. And now look at, uh, you know, where Skrull is now and Spud's hang, uh, probably holding over or heading over, rather, to WWE and 205 Live, if you believe the rumors. He's yeah, going yeah, from Impact. That. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's kind of interesting. I mean, and Spud, you know, really came into his own. He has great comedic timing. He's, he's good in the ring. He's a good character. Yeah. Um, but and to see where you know Skrull is in in the grand scheme of things, pro wrestling wise, is kind of you know runner up gets uh gets the spoils sometimes. Yeah, yeah, never because someone loses some b- bullshit. I mean, no one's ever hanging their hat on the TNA Wrestling British Boot Camp no, reality but series. But I mean, in, in the scheme of things, it makes fucking tough enough look like goddamn American Idol. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think Skrull's doing fine. I think. Um, I like the addition, if it's to be, of Spud to 205 because he's super funny. He's yeah. very small. He's a 205er. He can go. Part of me wants him to get back to his rock star Spud Billy Idol gimmick that he did yeah. for TNA British Boot Camp because he eventually became EC3 second. He became the right. parasol holding Dixie's, Dixie's assistant. Yeah. He was sort of like a more bumbling Jack Gallagher, which yeah. he's... Dude, he he sold it so hard. So he it was did. a testament to that man's ability and selflessness to perform. But when he was just doing the TNA British boot camp thing and he was just being the rock star guy, I like them to get back to that a little bit. Will they, being that they have a um uh what's his dick with his leather jacket and he's like fucking fifty at this point. Finn um, Balor. That no, not Finn. No no no. <laughs> no Two oh five Uh say again? No Amdar. Nope, not Noam Dar. Brian Mike Kendrick. I, one of the first two. That's the one. The Brian yes. Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. Yes, yes. He is the Brian Kendrick, so you're not kidding be a Brian Kendrick when right. there's already a Brian Kendrick. Your gimmicks are a little similar. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pick him up, put him in, put him yeah. up against uh, uh, Enzo, and That's, see what happens. It's a perfect match. All right, so I want to kind of get into the semantics of Jericho Omega for a second. So, Please. obviously, I mean, Jericho, he can. He pretty much has carte blanche, I would imagine, uh, with what he can do, but I, I would imagine he still had to go uh, to Vinnie Mac and say, "Hey Vince, you know, here's what's going on. You're not using me right now, probably until Mania. I want to do this thing in New Japan, and uh, you know, I'd imagine Vince would have had to sign off on this because he's not under a current contract right now that I know of in WWE. But you know, he's been pretty much uh, a diehard WWE guy since he came over during the Attitude Era. So I would imagine uh, old Vinnie Mac had to sign off on this bad boy. What do you think? I bet. I don't think he signed off, but I bet he gave him a courtesy heads up. I think Jericho has built such a brand at this point that he never needs to wrestle ever again. He doesn't. Ever. He's, no. he's fine. And like you said, they, they called him in for a favor recently when they needed That's true. Uh, Owens to step in with Jericho for... Uh, Styles, uh, the three-way. Yes, in that three-way match. For the U.S. title. So Jericho, I bet, I, I would assume Jericho gave them a heads up. Listen, I'm doing this, but I don't think, I, you know what? I'd be surprised if it even made it up to Vince. Really? I bet if you asked Vince to name three people, three people on the, on the New Japan roster, he just doesn't care. If you listen to Stone Cold's or Jim Ross or, or Bruce Pritchard, literally he doesn't know who are in other promotions. He is right. told by He's other in a people, he, he doesn't care. He's like, why am I going to chase the person behind me? I don't even need to be aware of them unless they're truly nipping at my heels with New Japan ain't. Then 
I bet he got, he said, I bet he got, and again, this is speculation for both of us, but I don't think anybody would have had to have signed off on it because he's not under, he's currently not under contract. I think he's a, uh, he's the true definition of a, um, uh, a, a not a contract performer, a, a, what do they call it? Free uh, agent? Private contractor. Private, private contractor. contractor. Yeah, yes. Yeah. He, yeah there, he's not under any type of WWE exclusivity. So. Okay. And, and keep in mind, too, if you think about this relationship, it was right around this time last year that AJ Styles wrestled at a Wrestle Kingdom, and three weeks later, he's walking into the Royal Rumble. So they've had some stuff close to each other before, and no company has suffered, and both companies have benefited, and a little bit of a, a rub in either direction. I do think that Jericho loses here. I think Jericho will probably lose this yeah, match. I don't see how he could win this. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't, because he's not going to be a, a, a standard regular performer. I mean, why would you no. have this guy come in, kick one of your main guys' asses, and then walk out, and he right. looks like a chump? Now, some people are already beginning to get the ball rolling again. Wait a minute, does this mean Omega again to the WWE, even though he's like, I've turned down countless offers? Because right. people are thinking this year it might be Okada Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 12. That has not happened. It's going to be Naito Omega. Naito's had a huge surge in Los Ingobernales. And if, if Kenny got close, but Kenny just might not have been the guy to get it. It could be him wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom, maybe losing afterwards or something like that, maybe heading to WWE. Who knows? Feeling it out. Jericho could be someone that is going to try and get in his head a little bit. Like, come on, man. It's time for you to... It's time for you to, to, to get while the getting's good. Talk right. to your buddy AJ. See how that's working out. Do not talk to fucking Gallows and Anderson, but talk <laughs> to AJ and see how that's panning out for him. Well, so, speak, speaking of Gallows and Anderson, you had a good uh, sit down with the Good Brothers the other day. I did. The Good Brothers came in on Monday to talk about Raw, and it's funny. I actually even had a follow-up direct message back and forth with Anderson you? for a little nice. bit. Just uh, thanking him. I was having a laugh with him because on air I was like, hey, you know, I... I don't know what Raw holds. What are we looking forward to tonight? He right. says there's going to be a big Texas tornado match in the main event. And, you know, the Good Brothers are probably going to have something to say about that. I'm like, all right, here we go. This is going to be fucking cool. We're going to get uh, some some Balor and some AJ, maybe taking on some Owens and some Zayn. None of that happens. They're putting some trick-or-treat Halloween match with Slater and Rhino, which I didn't watch the televised version. I was there. Laughed like a hyena during it. Yeah, they're fun. They're goofy. They, I mean, they're not high art. It's just, it's goofy, uh, gimmicky wrestling matches. It is. It's silly wrestling. And if you you couldn't see this during the televised broadcast, I'm assuming, because they were cutting to commercials. They were cutting to video right. packages. Al Anderson and Gallows could not stop dancing and fucking around with the crowd and, like, humping pumpkins and <laughs> rubbing their asses together. They were out there cracking each other up. And having you're like, fun. okay, I love these. They're having fun. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can't not love you too. You guys are loving it. Yeah. Um, and I, I texted him or direct messaged him later saying, hey, man, that's funny. You got one over on me with this Texas tornado you guys were going to run in. But I got, do got to say, you, you had my entire family uh, that didn't deserve to be there cracking up, laughing <laughs> this entire thing. And you had me loving it. You guys are so selfless. And just thank you guys for coming in. And he responded, actually, a very long message like, thanks for getting it, man. So many people are messaging us today with oh my god would you just quit already and go back to new japan and right. how the hell could you not have shown up for the balor versus styles match and and i responded to him th trying to identify saying 
every day we get hundreds of texts and tweets saying, you know, you guys fucking suck. Bring yeah. back Mickey. And then you look at the hundred people that say that versus the hundred thousand that listen, and you realize it's a small vocal minority, and yeah. you just move on. To entertain. He's like, you get it. You're a good brother. Stay in touch. You know, a light exchange. Nice. And uh, and that was that. Not blowing a spot up. He did say though, off the air. I asked him. I was like, I saw Balor and Styles for TLC, and I'm freaking out. Oh my god, this is great. Two former leaders of the BC, and yeah. I'm kind of looking at the, the I'm curtain. looking at the gorilla position, the curtain. Like, come on, man, we're the brothers. And they said they weren't even there that night. Said it was really? never even a discussion. Said it. This whole thing about like it got all the way to Vince and Vince shut it down. Not nah. even remotely true. And he was he was bullshitting. Is like I was fucking home drunk, man. I would have loved to have been doing that <laughs> shit. Hell yeah. We weren't booked, so no need to make that town. I'm spending time with my family, and Gallows yeah. is doing his own thing. And had Not we been Asian asked, wife. I would have ran through that curtain. I would have left a hole in that curtain. I would have run through it so quick. But Absolutely. They were never there. It was never discussed. Wow. It just wasn't even on the menu for it to make it all the way up the ladder and yeah. shot down at the last moment by that dastardly Vinny. Vinny probably doesn't know what the Bullet Club is. I think he knows what the Bullet Club is. You can't. He's not that out of touch. I don't <laughs> think he knows. You look out in the crowd, and you were there, so you probably saw how many damn Bullet Club shirts were in the crowd. You think Vince I isn't watching and saying, what shirts. the fuck is a Bullet Club? Well, A, he's going blind. B, again, if you listen to all these people that used to work with him, they do a pretty good job, both for his sanity and theirs, of insulating him from that sort of shit. They don't tell That's him. That's dangerous, though. He doesn't, he doesn't know or care. Now, does he know who the Bullet Club is? I don't know. But if, if, if the stories told lead me to believe one way or the other, man, I would not be surprised. Is he aware of what New Japan Pro Wrestling is? Yes. Sure. Has he heard of the Bullet Club in passing? Yes. You put a gun to his head and say who is in it, he dies in that moment. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, on one hand, I, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. On the other hand, I just, he's, you know, the greatest, uh, he pretty much built this entire sport. You know, he built he, the WWE. Well, he okay. did not build so, pro wrestling. No, no, no. So pro wrestling was a certain thing. And then Vince came along and made it in his image. And now pretty much everybody has taken that image, more or less, in terms of TV, in terms of touring, in terms of pay-per-views, everything. I mean, you, you look at, at WWE or um, pro wrestling, you know, back in the old Mid-South Territory AWA days, and look at any organization right now, and it's more WWE than it is um, Mid-South. So he kind of he he took the business to the next level. So for that mind to just kind of just purposefully 100% block himself off from everything else, I, he's doing himself and his company a disservice, I think. Because how are you going to know who the next, you know, the, the next Shawn Michaels could be in, you know, PWG or, or uh, Progress in the UK or something like that right now. And and he has no idea. It's just it, to me. I want to believe that he is not that. Um, I don't know what the word is. Just clueless, purposely clueless, blocked insulated, off, insulated. That, um, is he that oblivious to it? Here's what I believe. I believe he is. Uh, I hate to say ignorant or oblivious to it, but that he is. 
But everyone around him, Triple H especially, is very aware. Triple H knows. Oh, yeah. Dunn knows. There's teams of writers know. Stephanie knows. The people around him know. And he's doled certain bits of information to keep him engaged and active or oblivious and focused. I don't think they need to bring him up to speed on every Zack Sabre Jr. match or what Jimmy Havoc is up to or if Osprey just had another six-star banger in the Tokyo Dome. He doesn't need it. They just let him know, hey, here's who the number one draft pick is right now, who could wrestle at, at, at WrestleMania and headline. So does he know who Kenny Omega is? I bet he does. Right. Does he know who the Bucks are? I bet he does. Does he know does, what Cody Rhodes is doing these days? Uh, probably not. I bet he could give a shit. I bet there's other people beneath him, your Duns and your Triple H's and, and others beneath them that absolutely know and pay tabs and pay attention. I bet he doesn't even have shit to do with that lawsuit. I bet the, against the Bucks. I bet, I bet that is the machine right. that does that. There's a lore that it gets to, the two sweet this, the two sweets that. I bet he could give a shit. If he even knows, I I think this is going to be one of those things where slowly, does it all still go through Vince? Yes. But that, that, that funnel, that funnel, that log jam that gets through Vince is getting more narrow and more narrow and more narrow. And eventually as he gets into his seventies and the eighties and the fucking guy's going blind, they're going to just close that off and the river runneth in another direction. And that's towards Shane, Stephanie, Dunn and Hunter and he will he will be in a he'll be in a Queen of England like position. Sure, you're in charge still. You right. got it. Yes, Bob's your uncle. You're the guy. Yeah. And they're like, okay, what do you want us to do, Vince? You definitely want us to sign that one football player who's got that crazy head of hair. You got it. Don't fucking sign him. What's that? That Omega kid you're sick of seeing of, and you don't want his T-shirts in the audience, and he can't ever be in here. Done. He's finished up. Call him and get him. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of that as he gets up there. Okay. But getting back to your original point of Jericho's involvement yeah. in this, uh, someone else floated something out there too. Uh, and again, this is all just, we're just chewing on hypotheticals and, and Reddit conspiracy theorists. The, let's just say the, the rumored mood of the company right now, not the hottest, uh, Neville, gone, Jack's time off, um, 205ers pissed off at Enzo, yeah. Emma out. Uh, oh, yeah, that broke right after we finished recording last week. Emma, Darren yeah. Young, and Summer Rae cut uh, the cord. People are, people, and people get cut every year. That's not a morale thing, but you hear right. about the people that are having to take some time. Your Nia's, your Neville's, your Austin Aries leaving, stuff like yeah. that. Your, your CM Punk's, who, you know, everyone comes back eventually. I bet he doesn't. That... Jericho is sort of like, ah, you know, I, maybe I'll go wherever, really. It just, uh, do I need to be? I, I'm a cool guy. I want to associate myself with a cool brand. And right now, amongst wrestling fans, the WWE ain't cool. It's not. New Japan no, is cool. Not. Pro Wrestling Gorilla is cool. Ring of Honor is cool. WWE is far-reaching. But are those fans going to go on his Jericho cruise? Probably not. Are people that are attending PWG and ICW... And New Japan and ROH and Progress, are they going to go on the cruise? Yes. So why not cater to the people that are going to probably buy a Fozzie CD or attend your cruise? The guy in Minnesota hoping to see The Rock make a surprise appearance and maybe even, who knows, Shawn Michaels might be there at whatever fucking local rec center. He ain't buying a ticket on your cruise. 
but these other more smarky fans are. He's kind of going where the cool brand is. Yeah, but I, I think, feel like Jericho is so secure and so comfortable in his place in WWE that if he's, you know, he finishes a, a Fozzy touring cycle and he gets the itch to, you know, do a quick program, he can just call up whomever, uh, whether it be Vince or somebody below him, and say, hey, uh, you know, I'm free for the next uh, seven weeks. Let's do a program. I'll be in Peoria on Tuesday. You oh, know? totally. Totally. He he knows, and this, is, this, this New Japan thing does not mean a a paradigm shift in that he's now a New Japan guy. Right. But this is now a not exclusively WWE guy because he's gone on record as saying before, I never want to wrestle anywhere ever again other than WWE. Well, that's right. not the case now. I mean, yeah. part of this whole Omega, Alpha, Omega, Jericho, Kenny thing has been people digging up clips of him saying and yeah. on the record, I'll never wrestle anywhere other than WWE ever again. Well, that's apparently not the case. So he's sort of diversifying his portfolio. Will we see him in a WWE ring again? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely he'll come back. Like, just as you said, he's got a break and a Fozzie schedule. I got two months to kill. Throw me in there with some guy that I can right. go ahead and pop a rating for and give this guy the rub and kick his ass a couple of times, but then he gets the blow off, and then I'll disappear again and go back on tour. Right. But if he gets that itch to wrestle, I mean, think, he doesn't need to wrestle Kenny Omega for one night. So why? Why does he wrestle Kenny Omega for one night when he doesn't need to? Well, that was my next question. Who do you think pitched this idea? Did Jericho uh, pitch Gato? Did Gato pitch it to Jericho? Did Omega pitch it to Jericho? I'm, I'm curious as to, for the, the, the genesis of this whole, this whole angle. How it came to be? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe after they did their podcast you know, earlier this year. Yeah. I, I believe it was earlier this year. I'm pretty sure it was. I remember having a real rough morning after a real rough night here. I might have burned a picture of someone and thrown it out of the car on fire. <laughs> Not kidding. I remember that night distinctly. Um, that you got to wonder if maybe got started there, that they began yeah. to have a conversation there and they stayed in touch and Jericho reached out and said, hey, a great match, such and such, and thank you, Chris, and hey, we're a couple of Canadian boys. Those Canadian cats roll tight. All right? yeah. They, they, they roll pretty tight. for life. They are. They, the, 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 Canadian, the Canadian mafia, they, those guys, are, they're snug. And you oh got to wonder if just someone one day just kind of floated a, a jokey idea. The way they always joke about having group sex, hoping it turns serious. <laughs> someone <laughs> joked about, like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Man, imagine, you know, you're kind of the alpha of the WWE, and you're Omega, and, you know, you're both Canadian. And God, if you guys showed up, man, I bet it, whew, I bet it pop. I bet it, I bet it. Let's fucking do this. And then the next thing you know, Gato, right. who's D Chris Jericho's old tag team partner yeah. in New Japan, says, fuck it, man. We got to do this, especially especially with it being Naito Okada. I mean, right. Naito's rise this the, the since Wrestle Kingdom 11 has been pretty goddamn meteoric. And everyone thought it'd be Okada Omega 2. And that's just not the case. Naito. They yeah, they're at, they already done three. Yeah, so it exactly. Been four. We'd have done a fourth one? Yeah, no, I, I think I think it'll have been a close but no cigar with Omega. I don't think he captures the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. I bet Naito does, though. I bet Naito takes it off of Okada and lets Okada chase him through 2018, and maybe he reclaims it, or who knows, maybe even Tanahashi gets back in on it, or right. whoever the hell they bring in. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying this is the downward slide for Omega, 
but I think his time, the absolute tippy tippy top, might be over. But what a hell of a one to one A matchup with a Jericho Omega. This is there, not in performance, but this is New Japan's Brock Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, I could go, I could go with that. And it's obviously, a, like you a, said, the worker, the work rate is significantly greater for these. Oh, two. way better. Yeah, <laughs> but as far as a, we're gonna do this once, and you're never gonna see it again in this ring in this arena. Yeah, yeah, this is a, this is a spectacle in the same vein of a. Let's do this once because it's going gonna, it's gonna to pop a bunch of people and sell a shit ton of tickets. And it's once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. We'll probably do it four times. <laughs> trying to make their way into the American audience. Yeah. Because apparently this, this Russell Kingdom is going to have a heavy American Push. presence with advertising. And they're really going to try and pitch it to the American audience. Hell, you and I were joking about having a Wrestle Kingdom party. Yeah. Which will probably happen. Yeah. That hasn't happened recently. That's that's is a new thing. So you've got to have some matchups where it's just straight up gaijin. It's just a white on a white yeah. or a brown or a gold, but they speak English. And that's what we need. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so that's that's that. it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, you were talking about uh, Canadians sticking together. I listened to I'm sure you've already listened to it. It's one of, one of the most Canadian uh, podcasts I've ever heard. It was Edging Christian with Owens. <laughs> Ooh, that <laughs> was, is Canadian. That was Canadian. It was right Canadian. after Canadian. It was right after Hell in the Cell. It was, it was a good talk. I had to drive down to Cambridge for uh, for work, so I listened to that on the way down there. It was, it was some good stuff. I mean, they're all they they got super dad, adult, family guy sort of thing. Not like funny family guy, but I love my kids, family guy. But it was mm-hmm. it was it was a, it was a good talk. Um, also, a uh, quick shout out. To the uh, Come On In podcast, they uh, I put a tweet out there asking uh, if anybody had uh, had Bola Battle of Los Angeles. I wanted I want to watch it, and the Come On In podcast sent me Bola twenty sixteen. Um, so thank you for that. I haven't watched it yet. I have zero time, but hopefully at some point I will watch that. And I told him I give him a shout out. So check out the Come On In podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thanks for the Battle of Los Angeles. It's about my butthole. Yeah, it is. It's 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 like uh, Escape from uh, L.A. the uh, the terrible sequel to Escape from New York with Snake Plissken. Come on in, boys. Man, oh that too. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> that's the Come so, on in podcast. I thought you were is about, about my butthole. Battle of Los Angeles. No, over your butthole. Mm-hmm. Nope. Talking about my butthole and ejaculation. Okay. All right. Butt stuff. So, uh, Raw, you were there. Uh, we had a bunch of returns. Um, Steph McMahon came back. First time we've seen her uh, in her role um, since WrestleMania. And then Samoa Joe back from injury. Nia Jax back from her uh, leave of absence. Um, so, some, some, some returns. And, uh, you know, the, the Survivor Series program um, evolves from Raw versus SmackDown to Steph versus Shane again. Which I feel like isn't doing it any favors. Yeah, you know what? I'm having trouble right now. Let's. I'm really glad you brought this up. And yes, there's there's not a whole lot to get into with that Monday Night Raw that I attended, and we'll dabble on SmackDown this week. We'll do a Patreon exclusive, and I'll tell you some very exclusive stories for our Patreon loves about my attending a live yes. Raw and live Raw with pretty damn good seats. That's what we're gonna make the Patreon episode about. Sooner rather than later, hopefully okay. this week, you'll get a good one. But you're listening to uh, this free one now talking about Survivor Series. Um, of the big four, Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, this King of the Ring used to be in there. This is a distant, distant fourth for me. 
that if you listen to the history yeah. of, uh, again, I have to always refer back to something to wrestle with, that they gave the history of Survivor Series, and Survivor Series was just done to be put up announced, I believe it was the NWA or the AWA. Survivor Series was just created as a concept to outdo another wrestling organization, and Vince just liked to say the term, teams of five strive to survive. Right. With no real reward. And now that you have this interbrand matchup, the really the only feud is Shane versus Stephanie, and maybe some Angle versus Brian with a war of words thrown in. If you look at the matchups, this is a card without feuds. Yeah, there is no feud between Bliss and Natalia, Nothing. between two thirds of the Shield and the Usos. Between The Miz and Corbin, between Styles Mahal or Brock Lesnar, depending on how this coming Tuesday shakes out, this is simply wrestling with... For the sake of wrestling. Wrestling for the sake of wrestling, which if it is, it better be goddamn good. Right. Now, there's, there's, there's a certain elegance in that purity. With no history, you fuck me over, Natty, or Bliss, you said this about me, or how goddamn dare you, Corbin, do this to a member of the Miztourage because the big boss is going to get back. There's none of that. Uh-huh. You just have to wrestle. Title versus title. Well, not title versus title, but champion versus champion. Yes. Survivor Series, non-title champion, non-title champion, non-title champion, non-title champion, men's traditional Survivor Series, men's traditional Survivor Series, with... Nothing on the line no. except the pre-show match between Amore and Kalisto. The cruiserweight title is the only title up for grabs. This is a card with zero on the line. Yeah, no long-term Nothing. implications. There are none. There except are for maybe no... Steph firing Angle, as she said on Monday. Maybe. Maybe Steph might fire Angle. Brian could jump ship. Uh, who knows? Uh, this there will be some storyline implications, but there none of these matches have any consequence. Mm-mm. Nothing. So I want to see Natty and Bliss, and I want to see the Usos who have been putting on fucking amazing matches this year yeah. take on Rollins and Ambrose. And I always enjoy the Miz Corbin, who I fucking love his new theme song. By the way, I can go <laughs> either way with Miz. And then, obviously, you got your five-on-fives, which will be fun to watch. I mean, at this point, it looks like Team Raw is just going to goddamn mangle Team SmackDown if the yeah. lineup is to be believed that's going to be Strowman, uh-huh. Angle, uh-huh. Joe, uh-huh. Roman, and Balor. And then, uh, who's I heard. that? I heard Balor for the fifth. And then Balor. Jesus yeah. Christ. Are you yeah, kidding stacked. me? That's Against stacked. Rude, Orton, Shinsuke, Shane, SmackDown, TBD, fifth member. Who are we looking at? Uh, well, if AJ loses, then AJ. AJ or you think whoever loses is going to be the fifth member? God, but if it's it's gender. Well, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. So they announced, um, you know, they've been, they've been promoting gender versus Brock champion versus champion, but then they put AJ in this title match with gender before that. So if 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 AJ wins and becomes the champion, does he take his place in that champion versus champion match, or do they stick with the already promoted match of Mahal versus Lesnar titles notwithstanding? To my knowledge, have they have they have they cemented or, or clarified whether or not that's going to happen? 
No idea. No, and I don't believe that they have. Um, and here's what else we need to do. If we're doing this wrestling math right here, which I'm, I'm glad you got started. We try and figure this equation out. They have yet to go on this big, dumb, goddamn India trip that I need them to get out of their yes, system. Yes, I know. Because it's December. This, it's next th- month. Yes, it's coming up. And you mean to tell me that they're going to have gender be the champion all year long yeah. and give it to Styles right before they go? Yeah. There's no way he doesn't show up with that gold around his right. shoulder. Or do they do a, a, a flips a doodle real quick where Styles wins it, Jinder's a part of Team SmackDown. Next night, Jinder gets his rematch clause, takes it back from AJ, and goes to India. And it's going to be like, oh, God, are you really? You're going to be doing this swappy shit? As much right. as I don't like Jinder's reign so far, he just it hasn't been a good one. I do appreciate the fact that he's kept it. I do appreciate the fact that Brock yeah. has kept it. I don't like I don't like that WCW uh, 1999. The the title changed hands 14 times with 13 people in their final right. fucking year or two. I do like some longevity, my champions, but I'm thinking. Sm- They've, they've kind of backed themselves in a corner with this AJ Styles stuff because Styles is obviously the more marquee matchup. A Lesnar-Styles match screams, yeah. fuck yeah. But Jinder has got to stay strong heading into his trip to India, which they've been yammering about for a goddamn year now. Get Man. this fucking trip to Mumbai out of your systems <laughs> and get this goddamn title off this guy. I'm curious what he's going to look like after he loses the title. Are they going to decelerate? Obviously, they del- they'll decelerate his push. But to what degree did they decelerate it all the way down back right. to old gender or a little bit above that top well, of the mid card? I heard an um, unsubstantiated rumor from a friend. I don't even know what their source was that maybe gender got popped for a wellness policy. Oh, so this could be the out there. I'm not sure where that leaves uh, their India trip aside from in the fucking gutter. But uh, but that could be the reason why this got shoved in because they had announced at the end of SmackDown they announced AJ versus Rusev for a spot on the Survivor Series team. But then like on Thursday they you know tweeted out just made by Shane McMahon AJ versus Nakamura for the title uh, next week on SmackDown. So I don't know if that was in response to SmackDown pulled in I think their second worst rating of all time on Tuesday. Yeah, I with don't, the, I, the Halloween right. stuff. Halloween and, and, and a World Series that has been on fucking fire. So yeah, I, exactly. I I don't blame I, – I don't really see that as, as a long-lasting problem. But maybe they want to rebound with a super strong number so they're promoting a title match ahead of time. Maybe Nakamura got – or not Nakamura. Um, Mahal got busted with a, with a performance-enhancing uh, thing or whatever. I don't know. Um, but it's it's just it, it. This whole thing just seems weird the way it's been booked. You have you've had Heyman, Heyman come out and cut all these you know great promos, just running down Mahal and Mahal doing his best to try to cut his own promos on his own show. It's just <clears throat> Mahal versus Lesnar doesn't really move the needle. But you mention AJ versus Brock, and I get immediately erect. Yes, I do. I fill up. I go six to midnight thinking about that. But then in the back of my head, I'm thinking about them taking this trip to a foreign land where I don't want to drink the fucking water. And I'm thinking, <laughs> God damn it, they're going to go ahead and keep it as gender. Yeah. None of the scenarios here for me are 100%. None of them no. don't leave some weird aftertaste of, okay, they either flip-flop a title or they keep it gender or they give it to AJ and it stays on AJ and then gender goes over there with no fucking gold around his shoulder. Right. Like, hey... Hey guys, uh, you've you probably heard, but the WWE has uh, 
pretty storied history of racism. Yeah. And uh, you guys got to watch from afar as your fucking champion was swinging his dick around like a helicopter. And right when he gets off the plane, they take right. the fucking belt away from me. Sort of par for the course around here from a company that's had Mexicans ride out to the ring on fucking rider mowers before. <laughs> so n none of it really shakes out for me. Can I give you a, a fifth option Please. for Team SmackDown that's a distant option? And it would be... It's... To me, I'm not saying this guy turns into The Rock, but Rocky Maivia made his debut at Survivor Series, he and he had a major impact there with that team. Not talking about The Rock here. Why don't you take a guy that sort of needs the rub? You got 10 main players. Braun, Angle, Joe, Balor, um, who was the, the, the fifth for Raw? Uh, uh, Braun, Joe, Angle, Balor. Fuck, we just said it. <laughs> we just fucking said the goddamn thing. Oh, fuck me. Who is it's not who Kane, who? which is another question, because what the fuck oh, are they doing with Kane? We'll get into fucking um, Kane in a second. Um, Bro Roman Reigns. Roman, obviously. thank you. Yes, so thank yeah. you so much. Versus, it's because he hasn't been there. That, um, he hasn't uh, been there a little bit. He's out, of our, he's out of our minds, and the other two guys are wrestling the tag team. Rude, Orton, Shane, Shinsuke, Ty Dillinger. Okay. Put Dillinger in there. Let Dillinger be this like, what? Fucking Ty's in there? Let Ty be the 10th man out in a five-on-five five team. 10th. Who's Ten. the, we'll reveal Ten. our 10th competitor tonight. Right. Out comes Ty. Let Ty have himself a bit of a moment. Yeah. Let him take some cats out. SmackDown doesn't win, but, but Ty has a hell of a showing. Orton doesn't need a push. Uh, Orton's in twilight no. of his career. Yeah. Shinsuke, Shinsuke. Shane is Shane. Rude, Rude is. needs to go fucking heal. Rude needs to go heal in this match. Yeah. Okay? Because this face shit ain't working. Mm -hmm. And then have Ty come in as the guy that can be like, I was the savior of this team until mm -hmm. I got pinned. I was taking out people. Right. You give him the rub. You boost him up. He was brought up. Much like almost all goddamn NXT graduates, yeah. he's already lost almost all of his fucking shine. Have a match next week for the final competitor qualifier to be in there. Frankly, it should be Owens. Yes. But I guess they're not going to get to or be. Or Zayn. Or, or Rusev. Zane. Or AJ. Oh my god, yes. It's not going to be any of them, but it's a WWE. They can rewrite their own fucking of rules. Of course. Okay. Sure. Um, but if it's none of those three, make it Dillinger. And give him a little boost. I, I love that idea. The only problem with it is the aforementioned fact that the Raw team is fucking stacked. Yes. I, am I going to believe that Ty Dillinger can dispose of Angle or Strowman or Reigns or Joe? Maybe Balor. No. Balor's no. really the only one that I can imagine Dillinger believably getting over on. If you um, need some big beef, you need some beef, bring in Big E. I, you know what? I was going to say Big E because, god damn, did you see their Halloween costumes on SmackDown? Holy shit. I was <laughs> cackling like a dickhead when I saw them. God damn, I love those guys. They're, they're, just, they're just great. They really, they really are. are. They're so goddamn entertaining. They're just so hilarious. They're so funny. Uh, Big e that's is a hell of a brother yeah. love. A hell uh, of, a, of a heart. And Akeem. Yeah, Akeem. Akeem, the African dream. They are, all three of them are white guys. Yeah. I was in heaven. Right, a was, black guy playing a white guy playing a black guy. A black guy playing a white guy playing a black guy, and a yeah. black guy playing a white guy who played a red guy, right. and Jimmy Hart. 
And I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as the other dude. That's what, yes. that's what it rang through to me. Never go full red tart. He R- went full blown fucking red faced. Jesus. But you don't uh, even work for the station anymore. There's no reason to fucking get all tight about it. I know. I just, that, that word is whatever. We're not going to get into that. I just... Hilarious. Right, I'll <laughs> stop it for you. Stop it. Um, Biggie, Biggie would be great. He would be a great addition. And, you know, I, I, I don't know why they can't, with the New Day, have Kofi and Woods be a tag team and have Big E go for some of these singles titles. It, it makes no sense to me because he's. He's a powerhouse. He's 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 physically imposing. He's uh, great in the ring. He's amazing on the microphone. And the new D is the new D. <laughs> yeah, this new D. Is, this new D is hella over. That's They're hella funny. over. That's so funny. fuck, man. Let him go for some titles. Put him on that match. I think that would be great. Um, but back to Dillinger. I, I heard a uh, I read online that they are testing out a double turn between Rusev and Dillinger. Dillinger going heel and Rusev going face. Which is yeah, whatever it takes, man. Because uh, Rusev is floundering. Rusev, this is this is where the chickens come home to roost with a Rusev. Because had you treated him better and given him more and made him out to be the dude that came down to the ring in a motherfucking tank, mm-hmm. he could be one of those howitzer cannons, one of those yeah. big goddamn anti-aircraft guns that you could put on your team. Like, oh shit, yeah, there we go. So for every angle, there's a McMahon. For every Joe, there is a a, a Rusev. Yeah. For every Braun, there is, well, the entire oh. other team having to take him down. Joe now, versus Rusev. I just got tingles thinking about that. Yeah. I do, I, Joe today versus Rusev 2014. Yes. Well, even, I mean, yeah, the storyline aside, just seeing those two go at it is just, that makes me excited. Would be, would, I will tell you this too, in person, watching Samoa Joe beat the shit out of Apollo Crews <laughs> five feet from my face. Yeah. Joe lays his shit in. And I'm not talking like one of those fucking smack your thigh type hits. Right. I'm talking he punches you in the goddamn face and kicks you as hard as he can. Yeah. I mean, my kids were like, oh, excuse me. The other guy's kids were reeling back <laughs> going, oh, my God, he's really kicking him. Uh, yeah. And I was like, yep, yep. Because you could see when, when, when Gallows throws that big old boot of his, uh-huh. he does a great job of giving himself a real nice, ha, fucking leg smack. Yeah, yeah. Joe just kicks you as hard as he fucking can to create that sound. Yeah, and I saw, I looked into the eyes of a man in pain in Apollo Crews and was like, yep, you are hating fucking life right now, brother. You are glad this match is over in three minutes because yeah. you ain't going to live. <clears throat> yeah, that's... Uh... I mean, he's not doing much anyway, so he got on TV. So yeah, there's good that. For him. What good do you for- do with this? Uh, so we got the Survivor Series card, and you know yeah. we'll do there, we'll, we'll we'll do another preview of it prior yeah, or excuse week, me yeah. post uh, SmackDown and Raw this week. But what does this mean for the only feud that there is, which is Shane versus Steph? What does this What does this mean in the end for if if if, if Stephanie wins? The, the outline has already been made. Kurt Angle, you're fired. Right. That's it. And then she'll bring in someone else. But if Shane loses and Brian loses, what does this mean? Does this mean a, she, a Shane heel turn? Which, I mean, honestly, the actions of that invasion were pretty heelish. Yes. Or you've got Brian, who tried to be, you know, uh, you know Paul Revere, telling them, hey, you know, the fucking British are coming. Right. And 
He gets his ass whipped for it. What, what, what are the repercussions for a SmackDown loss? I don't, I, I don't know. Um, if, if Angle gets fired from Raw, does Shane bring him over to SmackDown? I, 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 I don't know. And here's the other thing. Shane's been back for, what, a little over two years now? Yeah. Is he sticking around? Is he, is he back back? Like, I, I, two years is a pretty good run, but I don't know if, if, he's like, if he's done pursuing other interests and now he's full-time WWE forever. You know? I don't know. Um, I feel like this is a hell of an opportunity to bring back, okay, if Kurt Angle loses and, and Stephanie loses, Stephanie isn't going anywhere. Right. Uh, Kurt Angle is beneath her. Yeah. But if SmackDown loses, someone up north can get a little bit pissed. We've been giving you guys everything. We gave you guys a live slot. We gave you guys Daniel Bryan. Gave you guys Shinsuke. Gave you guys everything you need. Bobby Roode, the glorious one. You can't get it done? The game can. Triple H comes back to run SmackDown. And we're now in the pipe getting ready for Rumble and then roadblock, no way out, roadblock, end of the line, speed bump, whatever the fuck they're going to call it, into right. WrestleMania. I feel like you need to get reintroducing on trips sooner rather than later. And he's been wrestling. He did that little fun bit with the shield. Yeah. Did you see I the suicide dive bit? Holy shit, that was funny, where the two members <laughs> dove through and he's like, yeah, I'm going to crawl out and just yeah. punch someone in the face. <laughs> I, I don't think Stephanie and Triple H need to be a package and as a matter okay. of fact, it might be actually if you're if they're hell bent for leather on always doing a McMahon versus man, power struggle, power struggle, this GM versus this GM, they're right. going to do that. They're gonna do that forever. It's not gonna stop. We're seeing it now. Why not do it with a husband and wife thing? Why not just have Triple Steph H and Stephanie Steph after not, not, after Survivor series, yeah, have Triple H take over SmackDown and put pit those brands against one another, you know, uh unspoken competitively. Okay. But they make references to each other. I, I guess from what I'm reading, Stephanie is now back. This wasn't just a one-night thing. She is okay. going to be back in play. Why not have, you know, with Daniel Bryan out for the foreseeable future, it's not just a GM. You now have two owners of SmackDown, Triple H and Shane. Hell, Triple H and Shane can have a feud. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Triple H and Shane at Mania. That's what All I was right? thinking. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense to me if, you know, one sibling is gonna you know take over the company uh at some point then obviously steph can't wrestle her husband can yeah that's that's her proxy and obviously that match has to happen at some point yeah. um whether it's this mania or or you know subsequent manias who knows i mean you know i don't know how much longer shane's gonna be willing to do all that crazy shit and you know triple h is keeping him keep kept himself in amazing shape so well triple h is who absolutely could take on angle in his yeah. first one-on-one match. Because think, again, right. it's going to be Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Another tag team match where Angle is not his own. If he's going to do his first one-on-one, it's got to be someone safe. It's got to be someone marquee. It's got to be yeah. someone WrestleMania-worthy. And that's Triple H. And I think you could start to set up Triple H versus Angle with this Survivor Series with a SmackDown loss. SmackDown's lost its way. Yeah. Let's, let's go ahead. You need a little authority around here. Out comes the game, and you've got a bit of a power struggle back in SmackDown trying to lead them back to the promised land that they were at earlier in this year and have obviously lost their fucking way with. Yeah, I could take a little shake-up. Couldn't hurt. Now, what would you, what would you think about the possibility of... There's, there's rumors he'll be back in time, not a SmackDown superstar, 
But what if Bray ended up over on SmackDown? Some sort of trade situation, some sort of something. Bray's apparently ready to go. He's oh, ready he? to okay. wrestle. What if he comes back there? What if he... I mean, shit, he could show up as fucking Team Raw for all we know. But It's true. Oh, God. Well, that's the easy one for Dillinger to take out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got, you got Bray... Bray back on SmackDown, Bludgeon Brothers on SmackDown, who, by the way, heard their new uh, entrance music. Dig it. Outfits, don't. Outfits are atrocious. Yeah, that is are some, bad. That's some bad LARPing Renaissance Fest shit right there, man. That is some dork shit, Nightmare Before Christmas. We get it, big girl. You like fucking Jack Skellington. Pipe the <laughs> fuck down. Yeah, I, I, would, I would hope they get new outfits sooner rather than later, but, you know... Put them back around each other at some point and then abandon this Abigail shit and just put the family back together and let them cut a swath next year. Start them over. But Bray, Bray ain't doing dick on Raw. The the, the Abigail thing was stillborn. Thank God he got sick to reset that. That was just fate intervening. Put him over on SmackDown. Do some fucking trade or something. Or Bray could just show up on SmackDown. He's Bray. He doesn't... You think Bray abides by contracts? He lives in a fucking rape home with a bunch of hillbillies he can go wherever he wants i want him to show up on smackdown i want him to show up on raw i want him to show up on nxt put some yeah. teeth back in the guy just let him just do his mystical teleporting in and out shit and just wreck people yeah right? for just, a long just, time yeah just give him something yeah something let, let, let's end with this let's end with this we've been going about an hour fix bray for me fix bray uh, um uh, I, I, I like the idea I just threw out there. Have him be, have him come back, and you know, th- there's a random match happening. Say, uh, uh, Apollo Cruz versus, you know, he wants a rematch against Samoa Joe, or Titus O'Neil gets revenge for Apollo Cruz against Samoa Joe. Maybe not Samoa Joe. I don't want Bray Wyatt taking out Samoa Joe. I don't know. A shitty match on Raw, featuring two nobodies. Um, lights go out. Lights come on. Bray's in there. Beats them both up. Lights go out. Bray's out. What the hell's happening? Is that Bray Wyatt? What's going on? Next night on SmackDown. Aiden English versus Ty Dillinger. Lights go out. Lights go on. Here's Bray. Beats them both up. Lights go out. He's out. Shit like that. Let that happen for a couple weeks. Um, Have him show up at an NXT. God, I would love it if somebody just beat up everybody on all three brands. That's how you you make somebody into a credible threat. Uh, Just have them beat up everybody. Doesn't matter where they are, uh, what brand they're in, who they're aligned with. Face, heel, doesn't matter. Beats up everybody. And then he starts, you know, cutting promos that are shorter, less babbly, and more to the point that are backed up by his actions. And then he challenges somebody for a title, and you kind of work his way back up from there. That's what I would do. Let me piggyback that with that same style idea, but with a twist to it. Okay. So, same thing. He's out there. There's a match. There's Heath Slater and Rhino, and they're taking on uh, who the fuck ever. All right. Right. Lights go out. Lights come back on. He slaps a Sister Abigail on Rhino. Boom. Pops it. Lights come back on. Rhino's gone. Ah, okay. They do that for like two months. He Abducting attacks people. everyone and he starts snatching bodies. Okay. He starts like snatching up like five, six people. And then at some big event or after a couple of very light teases or something, the new family debuts and it's everyone that he's snatched. Okay. Completely screwed up. 
Ravens flocked it. Grab a bunch of people that aren't doing dick. Grab yeah. your Dillingers of the world. Grab your Rhinos of the world. Um, maybe even bring some NXT talent over, like a Lars Sullivan of the yeah. world. Grab Sullivan somewhere. Uh, who else is around not doing anything? I mean, fuck Mojo Rawley. Grab him. Do something. Right. Grab a bunch of cats and aren't doing anything. Grab the goddamn Ascension. Bring them in uh, and have have a have a have a group of people that are the new family. More numbers all put upon. No one that were in any major feuds. And then yes, then you've got this big new stable to deal with. Right. Where the powers that be on SmackDown have to turn to the Bludgeon Brothers. Like, can you fucking help us with these guys? Yeah. You know them better than anyone else. Can you defend us against your former guy, Strowman, over on Raw? Can you please help us? We need people that used to be associated with them. Daniel Bryan could chime in. I know what it's like to be captured and under this guy's spell and have to break yourself free. Yeah. Either that or on pay-per-view, not the network, Ninety-nine, ninety-five. A three-hour analinga session with him and JoJo. <laughs> God damn you. I had another idea to piggyback, but that's the fucking out. Glorious. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N 7 lowercase C 3 lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough, House, Rough House, podcast. House uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network.